highly beautiful people and welcome back to another episode of single black female (laughs) guys this is a great day (laughs) i thought you forgot what episode it was i did (laughs) okay we're on the same page then that's all that matters um this is yes another episode um, of Single Black Female Podcast. Episode 7, I'm here for you. Episode 7 of Season 2. Um, yeah, so welcome. If you're here for the first time, the second time, the seventh time, or maybe even the 21st time. Whoa, numbers. Yeah. 21? 21. Um, yeah, dude, uh, we want to welcome you back if this is your first time thanks for tuning in thank you honestly because without you there'd be us well i mean literally speaking without you guys we'd still do it but we'd be doing it for no reason so thank you guys for giving us a reason to do this because if we knew nobody was listening we'd be putting out some bs i'm sure I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be. We wouldn't have improved. So you guys are the reason that we've improved. Because we have people that actually care. Yes. So thank you. And thank you for joining us for another week. Um, If you have not already, please follow us on all of our uh, social media sites. We have Instagram at the Single Black Female Podcast. Twitter, Single Black Femme. Facebook, Single Black Female and please, please, please check out our website at www.singleblackpeoplepodcast.com. All of these will be in the description box below. Um, so don't worry about, you know, I don't remember them. Right. I don't remember all of them because it's a lot. Also, if you have a confession or you want to get something off your chest, please submit your confession to spill the tea at singleblackpeoplepodcast.com. Your secret will be revealed on the following week's show so since y'all hoes is scary okay y'all not hoes i'm sorry that's so wrong you guys aren't hoes you guys are strong independent women and men um since you guys aren't comfortable with spilling the tea i want to spill my tea and i know you're like that's not tea that's not a secret you don't know that i don't know what it is whatever so i had this best friend and we had a falling out. I think we talked about it. The one that we fell out over money, which should have never happened. Like, my dog. Don't mind him. I'm like a cat said meow. No, it's the door. I need to put some WD-40 on it. So I had a friend and like, we were the best of friends. Like, you know, we did everything together and we ended up living together when we transferred colleges together. So there was this one day she was cleaning the bathroom and I walked into, I lied, I lied. I think, I think it was, we were not even in that same, in that college at the time. We were in DC and I was at her house and she was cleaning her bathroom. And she took the sponge that she was cleaning like everything else with and dipped it into the bowl, the toilet bowl, toilet bowl. And was scrubbing, like putting her back into it, like, 
and then proceeded to wring it out, wipe the toilet, wipe everything else down. I don't know. I think it's the other way around. I think I found it in college. I had to have found out in college because I was shook. And I called my mom after I saw her like wipe the toilet with the sponge inside of the toilet and wring it out. I told my I was like, mom, beep. I'm, I'm redacting her name. Beep. Did this with the toilet and the sponge. She was like, honey, you just take the initiative and you clean the you clean the bathroom. But from that moment that I saw her dip the sponge, which holds millions and trillions and gazillions of, you know, bacteria, it's like a petri dish kind of. From that moment that I saw her dip that shit into the bowl, stuff into the bowl, I'm sorry. I knew we weren't going to be best friends. We couldn't be best friends. Like I knew in my heart of hearts that we could not be best friends. And I think God just, you know, it was God's plan. He made it happen. He was like, look, she's going to steal $300 from you. So you guys can't be best friends. I know you didn't want to be her best friend anyway, because she dips a sponge in the toilet bowl to clean. And that's nasty. So here, let me give you a reason for you to walk away. And I was like, God's plan. Thank you. God's plan. So that's my, but I do have one more secret. Um, Ready for y'all to spill the tea. Wink, wink. On you. But whatever. If you guys don't feel that we're best friends, it's cool. Like, it's cool. So I found my significant other's crack pipe today. I'll start off by saying my girlfriend's dad died about two weeks ago. She's so gone out of, she's gone out of state to help her grandma take care of things and get her dad's stuff together. She's been back for a few days and was notified by her sister to come get her dad's truck. I went to work this morning. She headed out about three hours away to get her dad's remaining things. I found stash crack pipe when I was in her closet, when I was in my closet looking for some jeans. I freaked out about it, called her. She says it's her dad's. I don't want to be off the handle, but I'm honestly not even sure how to handle this. I don't mean to sound harsh either, but I don't see the point in keeping a recently deceased father's crack pipe, which is kind of crazy. Um, I told her when she gets back in town, she needs to move out. I've been with her for almost four years and I've not seen her use drugs like this, though I've seen her odd behavior once or twice and asked her if she was doing, asked her, asked was she doing the specific scenario and asked if she was doing this specific scenario exactly. That's weird. Um, I love this girl very much, but this is something I'm not willing to compromise in any possible way for. My heart sank as I found it and overwhelming feeling of hopelessness for her came over me. F-U-C-K, side note, she hasn't had a job in two years, doesn't help me pay bills or rent or anything of the sort. See, I feel like that's another God's plan situation. I feel like he wanted to get rid of her already. It's like, I love you. I love you, but here's a crack pipe, so move out. Yeah, it works. At first, when you said when you're like, I want, like, I want her to move out. I'm like, dang, because of, I mean, I get it. Dang, like that's that's extreme. But now, afterwards, I'm like, I I get it. Like she has nothing to bring to the table, and maybe who knows? I don't want to judge her. It could be the pandemic. As to why she doesn't have a job, we don't know. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, two years. If my father or my Guys, that's Max. That is Max. If my father and mother passed away 
and they had drug paraphernalia, I'm not saving it. I'm not going to be like, mom, I have your crack pipe here and I finished it. Like, no, that's crazy. I'm not doing that. I'm not, no, not unless I'm into that stuff. If it's like, oh, I'm doing crack. My dad did crack. Here's this crack pipe. We're going to smoke the same crack. That's different. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if she was in that realm or was doing those things, maybe that'd be a reason because she, it seems like she has other stuff that she could, you know, remember him by other items. I wouldn't yeah. save a pipe. So yeah, weird. I just have to say, um, side note, I feel very uncomfortable. As you can Fine. see, I'm not in my normal spot. Oh, that. I just feel so if you see me just like really like jittery, it's because I feel uncomfortable. I just don't. Her aesthetic is not, it's not, her background is not aesthetically pleasing. So. I'm just kidding. I'm, I used it from a line from a YouTuber. Relax. Just, I mean, it looks like I a better dude. It looks better when I have fire in the background. Of course, and you're hurting your back because you're sitting up the entire time. Like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's all. <laughs> Another thing I just want to say is that last week there was a dog, but it was mine all over the place. And this week it's Max. This week is Max. He's usually sleeping. If I left his sister's door open, he would have been in there, but I wanted to be loud this evening, so I closed your door. You feel it. Okay, guys. Um, Back to our regular scheduled programming. Please, 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 please like, comment, and subscribe so we can educate the masses. And please rate us on whatever platform you listen to us on. We kindly appreciate it. We do. Give us a five, please. If you don't want to give us a five, we'll take a four. Thank and you, you want to give us a three? We won't take that. So, what are you going to do? Say no. No. Please stop there. You're on 100. Um, so, told you guys last week about the new merch. Still, I haven't even ordered one. I'm not even going to front. I haven't even ordered it. I don't know why. I just haven't taken the time. So, yeah. Um, <clears throat> order some merch guys we have some new items we have a new drop um anything with our face on it with the sbf uh logo with our mugs is going to be removed from the store um within the next couple of weeks we'll what? probably what next week we're having a sale on that veterans stuff. day sale mm, mm. veterans day sale for all of the uh old SPF logo items and yeah. probably after Black Friday we'll probably take that stuff down and um upload some more stuff to the store. So yeah. <sighs> Definitely moving on to some bigger and better things. We're trying. We are trying. Because as cute as we are I'm tired of saying okay. Yeah. Okay. Simple as that. Simple as that. So nay, who's our girl boss of the week? So our girl boss of the week is Toya. Toya is an old friend from elementary school, like way back when. Uh, we're both military brats, army brats. Um, and we just kept up with each other, you know, over the years. She has a 
site. I'm not even going to get into it if you want to know more about it. She was supposed to be on the show this evening, not going to front. And I was going to, or we were going to allow her to talk about her, you know, her, her store. But it's called the Slurp Box. We will add our information in the, um, in the Girl Boss highlight. You guys can take a gander at her items. Um, but it ties into self-love. You know what I'm saying? Take care of yourself. So, yeah. Toya. Toya, we see you. We are proud of you. And we want you to continue to do what you are doing. Yes. <laughs> All right. Before we even get into sis, are you okay? I think this is the time to let's 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 cheers. Thirsty. I am. Exactly. And can we say praise God? Look, I don't know if you guys know. So I'm not about to take y'all to church, but I don't know if you guys know. Shannon and I are Christians. We believe in God. Okay. Um, we're not the type of Christians that think, you know, hey, it's not okay to be gay. You know what I'm saying? Or other people's lifestyle, as long as they're not hurting other people, it doesn't bother us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we're Christians, but we're not the crazy ones that try to be in people's lives. Like, I'm not trying to be with the Bible. Not yeah, I'm not, we're not trying to change you, um, you know, but I just want to thank God for answering our prayers, Lord, and allowing us to have a new president-elect and VP. And I understand President Trump is our commander-in-chief for the next 72 days. I get it. But you know what I'm saying? We people elected him. They voted for him. We gave him four years to, to prove himself. The people have spoken. And y'all, listen, we are not politicians. We aren't all up in the politics. We don't know the ins and outs. No, we're not. But what we do know is the last four years have been a little pricey. We don't care who you vote for. Like we said, don't, we don't care. Political stances. Like, we don't even belong to a party. I don't claim Democrat. I don't claim West Side. I don't claim, I don't claim any of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we don't even claim a political party. We just go with who we feel like we can relate to more and who we agree with, you know, on their stances and stuff like that. But today, after everything was like totaled up and, you know, I don't know. I just felt like it felt like a new beginning. And don't get me wrong. Like. Joe Biden being president is not going to save my life one way or another. But I will tell you this. I felt I, I high key felt like an American again. I felt like me being born in America. OK, technically, I wasn't born in America, but I was born on a military base. But me being an American, I haven't felt included in America in a while, in a long time. I haven't felt that my commander in chief, and I could be totally wrong. I could be totally off base. I'm trying to say what I want to say without being disrespectful. Um, I, I just, I felt, I felt like the black race was excluded. I felt like minorities were excluded from, you know, this great country that we live in. And I'm just so grateful. And I know some of my friends don't, they don't believe with my political stances or views. And that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like when it comes America to, is supposed to be, though. yeah, I don't even talk to my friends about politics because 
it's not a it's, it's it's not a topic of conversation. But what I what I what I will say is that my sister and I, and I'm sure we speak for plenty of other Black folk, we feel included. I feel like, look, Biden may not be a hundred percent, you know, that that man, but we're going to give him the opportunity. We're going to give him the four years that we gave President Trump to make a change. And I'm praying that the first order of business is shutting stuff down again. I think we need to go back into our little, you know, quarantine and chill mode. And I think we need to focus on getting things right with these, you know, um, COVID cases. And then we can go on to open up schools again and do all these fun things. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think COVID is our number one priority. And then it's mending the hearts of Americans and putting this great nation back together. So I just want to add to that because like, I mean, I agree pretty much with everything you're saying. I think that we gave Trump a chance. And yeah. at the end of the day, that's have a choice. Yeah, we don't have a choice. Like that's what America is. That's what a democracy is supposed to be. And that's why we're supposed to be this great nation because we are allowed to say what we want to say. We're allowed to be who we are. Um, Pick people that we want to lead our great country. Yeah, that's what, it, that's <clears throat> what we're supposed to be. And I think for me, I just felt like there, there was a, I think for a lot of people, there was a, a lot of fear with this election. And then the fact that normal years we knew you know that tuesday we knew and this year we didn't and i think that anxiety like really carried over but i felt like today it's like you said i don't want to be just struggling for it like this did you just yes the last four years is that i kind of felt like we didn't even um I just felt scared. I felt like America was okay with people getting shot. I felt like America was okay with people dying from an illness and not wanting to wear masks because of their freedom. But people are dying. Like, it just felt like me, 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 me. And for the first time in a long time, it felt like, no, there are good people still out there. There are good people that know that they're the people that are dying and everything like that deserve better. And that's mm. for me, like, that's what hit the most today was that, you know, I can believe in this country again, because I know that people know that you shouldn't be dying over the color of your skin. You shouldn't be, you know, being beat up and killed because you love someone. So it's just, it is, it's I'm a blessing. I'm praying that like, like I, I have a lot of faith in him. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm giving, we're all, I think we all should give him the opportunity that we gave, you know, anybody that's been elected. You know what I'm saying? I'm praying that he takes this and he puts laws in place to the point where an officer is afraid to mess up. Not to the point where he second guesses himself, 
and could get himself killed in the line of duty if somebody is, you know, coming at him with a weapon. But I don't want it to be so easy to take somebody's life. Not even somebody's life, an unarmed black man's life or an unarmed black woman. I don't want it to be that easy of a decision. I want him to have to think, like, there's going to be repercussions if I do this and, you know, it goes to court and I'm found guilty of this crime. It's not just going to be, oh, paid time off or... I just, I'm hoping he does something with that because we're still working. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like, with this election, it wasn't about me. This is my first election being a parent. So it's not about me. It's about my daughter. It's about my sons. It's about, you know, the people after us. Like we have to, we have to build upon something. And these last four years, I felt like we we didn't have anything to build upon so i'm super excited and i'm hopeful and hey you know what i'm saying we could be totally wrong joe biden president-elect joe biden could be a heinous individual you know what i'm saying like you don't know you don't know but we're going to at least give him the opportunity and it's not like we have a choice so people can say he's not your president or you're triggered but <laughs> it is what it is and I think at the end of the day, um, biggest, and if you haven't, please watch their, um, what do you call that thing? Their speech. Their, just, yeah, their address to the, Their yeah. address that it's they not, gave the nation yeah. today. Um, please definitely watch that because I think the biggest thing that I took away from it as a woman, as a woman, as a minority, is that, bro, we're out here. We can do anything. And Absolutely. I think- since we started this podcast in May, it's been what do I want to what do I want to teach someone who doesn't know? But on top of that, what if something were to happen to me tomorrow? What do what do I hope I was given out into the world? Like it's not yeah. about, it's not about us. It's like you live every day to be better than you were the day before. But every day you can also bring some new light into someone else's world. Ugh, I don't know. Absolutely. Like, we need to get off this topic because we're not politicians. We don't talk about politics. But the last thing I'm going to say, and if you have something to say, go ahead. The last thing I'm going to say is once they, um, you know, once I thought about it, I, I was like, I text Reagan's daddy. And I was like, yo, Reagan could be the vice president. Reagan could be the president if she wanted to you know what i'm saying and i know through god all things are possible but to actually see it to be alive to see it. we saw our first black president we've seen our first black female vp you know what i'm saying we can only go up from here we can only go up from here so that's all i'm gonna say shannon you got something to say chicas put on your caps because we got this I wish you didn't say that. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, Shannon, um, it's been a long week for everybody, I know. But you've been in quarantine, and you actually came off of quarantine. Are you okay? What's going on? How are you doing? Talk Guys. to me. Guys. Oh, starting a hairstyle. No, we talked about that last week. Did Guys. We? that long? Yeah, we, we talked about my hair last week. Um... I wasn't even trying to come for you. But you came for me. So. No, I was like, 
Guys, she was there. Don't worry about it. It wasn't a clone. She recorded with me. Okay. Yes. I came off a of quarantine on Friday. Yeah. Friday, the first thing I well, did. Was- <laughs> oh, I know. Tell the people. I went to Chick Fil A, and got I got a sandwich. You got a sandwich, and I got my nails done. Um, yeah, the air smells really nice out there. Um, it like I don't know. I felt like I was a new baby coming out into the world. Like it was so nice. Uh, I feel good. Um, yeah, like I feel really good. You can tell like I'm back. Uh, yeah, I'm just I'm back uh, doing schoolwork, way too much schoolwork, but getting my stuff done. Um, especially with the semester ending, y'all. I got f- like four exams left, and that's including finals. So, Oof, that's good. Yeah, it's stressful, but yeah, I'm I'm really good. I'm blessed. I will be dropping. Um, I, yes, okay, rewind. I put up a poll the other day on our Instagram about dropping a COVID like quarantine vlog. I have like some videos and then there's like just some stuff that I want to talk about or whatever. And I asked like if people would be, even be interested in that. And I got yeses. So I'm going to do that. It will probably drop um monday maybe sometime next week we'll just say that and um yeah so i'll definitely get into that covid side of it but i will say that i was i'm blessed to not have been as severe as everyone else um if anyone is positive or has tested positive do know that there's like a lot of things that like i've i've researched because i told you today that i was kind of nervous actually like being around people um, because they say you can have a cough for up to 12 weeks. Like if you're coughing, that was one of your things you can have, you would still have that for up to 12 weeks. And to me, like that's still respiratory, you know, droplets coming out of your mouth. Um, and then another thing is that my dad was, our dad was very why like, wouldn't you get tested again to make sure that you're negative before, you know, you go back into the world, which I completely agree. Like, why isn't that a thing? And Janae and I found out that it's because you can actually test positive for the next three months. Um, but. Yes, but you are in like, no longer infectious. Yeah. After how many days? 10 days. So I like just have to like kind of get out my head. Um, you know, it's just, I think that like just not wanting to harm anyone else, obviously. But at least you care. Yeah. Something. Yeah. But I'm, I'm really good. I'm happy to be recording. I'm happy to be drinking wine again. I'm sure she is. So, sis, are you okay? Okay, so I'm sure a lot of you guys could hear my voice last week. I was coughing and I was actually, I was actually sick and um, I got tested for COVID and I was negative, but it was just weird because I had all the same symptoms that my sister had, which is why I was so adamant about getting tested because I'm like, look, 
it's hard to sell work like, hey, I don't feel well, I'm not coming in. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, it's hard to tell work, hey, I don't feel well, I'm going to keep my daughter home, so I'm not coming in. Like, you have to have a valid reason and, like, proof. And once you get tested, you have to be quarantined for a certain amount of time. That's just our policy. So, um, huh? I said it makes sense. Oh, yeah. So Nathaniel and Colton were here, and after they left, I just felt really, really crappy. I think I said this last week. After they left, I felt really, really crappy. So just to be on the safe side to ensure that, you know, they didn't somehow bring it and they were asymptomatic and I got it. I just went ahead and got tested because I was just feeling awful. So I was quarantined as well. Um, just didn't have COVID. Um <clears throat> We are quarantined for, well, we're still considered quarantine. Um, We do go out, but we do everything non-contact. So, like, uh, we'll get in the car and we'll go pick up groceries and we'll put it in the back of the trunk or, you know, like, we haven't been out in the world. Um, But it wasn't bad. Like, for the first couple of days, it was really bad. And I feel like I'll say this till I die. I feel like God gives you what you need in a child. Like he knows you, he knows your strengths, he knows your weaknesses. So he's going to put that all into a child that you're going to be able to manage. Because the first few days when I was like really sick and I couldn't do much, Reagan kept to herself. She took care of herself. And like, I mean, I I changed her. I bathed her. You know, I did what I could. I fed her. But she was really low key. She would listen and I wouldn't have to ask for too much. I'd be like, baby, can you lay down? It's nap time. And she just lay down, hold, like, she reached for my hand one day, which she really doesn't do, but we don't nap together often, but she reached for my hand, and she just went to sleep, holding my hand, um, she was very independent, and I think her brother being here had a lot to do with that, because once he left, like, she was just doing things on her own, she had this, like, newfound, like, newfound, I don't know, this new sense of independence, Mm -hmm. so she was able to kind of, like, just hold it down, um until like day four or five is when I felt a lot better but there was one day where I was like look I have to be sick because I threw up and I really don't throw up often I threw up and I caught myself I had a bag and I was like you know I called Earl and um threw up in a bag and then I laid on the couch and that's where I like hung out at that's where I hang out all the time let me stop lying but it People don't I don't sleep in my bed. I don't like sleeping alone. Um, but yeah, uh, that's where we hung out at. And I was laying there on the couch. There's my couch. Um, the dog was on top of me. Ray was on top of me. And I was calling Earl. I was like, her? Her? And it was like, I could smell the food that I was cooking. Because at the same time, I'm trying to cook stew. I'm like, look, I'm not, I'm not going out. I'm not going to infect anybody. I have food here. Let me try to cook for myself, cook for my daughter. So I called Earl. Nobody understood. No, they don't have social cues. <laughs> and one's a baby. And when I'm calling <laughs> Earl, nobody's moving. Like there's no sense of urgency. So I'm like, her, her. And I had nothing to throw up in. So I threw up on the couch. Thank God I could wipe it off. You know what I'm saying? Like it's sanitized. I threw up on the couch. It went in between the cushion. Um, I didn't. I found yesterday. It went underneath the couch. I didn't know. Yeah, I was like, 
kind of funky in here. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of funky. And I realized there's puke under the couch. Um, <laughs> I threw up and I couldn't get up. I couldn't clean it. I laid there for an hour in my vomit. I couldn't, like, I know it sounds gross, but I could not take care of myself. I could not. And that's one of the biggest things, like, with my migraines, is that when I'm, like, when I have a really bad migraine, I can't do anything for Reagan. I can't do anything for myself. So that's what's about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, that's, that's a downfall being alone with a baby and a dog. Um, yeah, I couldn't do anything for myself. So I laid in it and I text people. Nobody freaking texts me back. But even if I text them, they text me back. Like they couldn't help me. But yeah, my sister didn't even text me back. And then I went back to sleep for like 30 minutes. And then finally God gave me the strength to get up and change my clothes because I had puke on me and I wiped down the couch as best as I could. And I laid back down on the couch after I like took care of Reagan, but it was a really rough week. And then with the election and everything, I, the first night I'm like, look, I'm not going to sleep on history. I'm going to watch history being made. I'm going to watch these States turn from red to blue. And I stayed up the entire night and nothing happened. And then I stayed up the next night and I think I went to sleep like a little bit early, but it was still late. And then I think after like night three, I was just like, <sighs> like, look, if I miss it being made, I'm going to miss it. It's fine. Like, I'm going to be able to run it back on some show or some some platform. So, yeah, it was just overall a long week. Um, I still feel 100%. There's one day where I was like, oh, I feel healed. I'm good. I'm alive. And then like a day later, I'm just like, damn, I still feel sick. So, yeah, I'm just playing it by ear. I'm supposed to go back to work next week. Depending on how I feel, the doctor's going to be like, hey, what are your symptoms right now? You know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to lie. People are probably going to hate me. But if I still have symptoms, if I still feel sick, I'm going to tell them because it's not just about me. It's about the people around me. But it's not just yeah. about me. It's about my daughter. And my daughter goes to daycare. And I'll be D-A-M-N-E-D if I'm the reason why babies are sick. Because I'm taking my, day my daughter to daycare and she's bringing whatever I have. So... It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like, I care about people more than I care about myself. And if you think quarantine at home for a week by myself with my daughter and my dog was a vacation, you got me F-U-C-K-E-D'd up. That's not a vacation. Okay? That's not a vacation. So, yeah. I mean, I, no, I 100% agree because, like, I have to make, I have to go see my PCP before I'm considered to go before I'm allowed to go back to school and my PCP have email text when they called me has stress that I can have no symptoms none right and if you were to ask me and I'm going to be honest I still have sinus symptoms which is how this started so it's very like I feel like I'm in like a, a limbo because the same with you like I'm supposed to be clear after 10 days However, yeah. I'm still taking Sudafed because my sinuses don't feel great. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. regardless of how people play it, oh, she's just trying to have a vacation because I came off of leave and I went right into quarantine. So it probably looks like I'm just trying to finesse the system, but that's definitely not what it is. But it's not just about us. It's about the people that we have to interact with or 
walk past on a day-to-day basis or somebody who had come behind me after I picked up a box of cereal and I no longer want it. You know what I'm saying? It's about everybody around us. So like she said, if we're not feeling well, we're going to tell the doctor like we're not feeling well because this is about everybody else. And yeah. Have to remember too, like, I mean, with the surface things, obviously like high touch surface is huge. So stuff that you're touching in the grocery store, but say a person were to sneeze and then you go and you walk past that sneeze, that stays in the air for like, I could be wrong, but the last time I checked, it was like three hours. So it, it's just, it, like you said, it's little things. It's where it's not about you. It's about others. It's, it's the same with the flu. Like, I feel like the flu has been underplayed. Um, flu shots have been, you know, this, this, and that. You can have your own opinion, but get your flu shot. Because again, it's not about you. It's about someone else. Yeah. Let me stop before I go get my internet. I'm blessed, okay? I'm about to go to NP school on YouTube. Just kidding. (laughs) So awkward. All right, best friends. So the topic tonight is self-love. We are finishing the three-part series that we started two weeks ago, um, the self-series. So we started with Mm -hmm. self-care self-esteem and now self-love so what is self-love it is defined as the regard for one's own well-being and happiness so self-love is defined as love of self or regard for one's own happiness or advantage has both it is both been conceptualized as a basic human necessity and as a moral flaw akin to vanity and selfishness synonyms with a more prepare, I know I'm saying that wrong, conceit, conceitedness, or egotism. Contrary to popular belief, us at the Single Black Female Podcast do not believe that self-love is a moral flaw or it's vain or it's selfish. In this cold, cold world, self-love is essential. A wise woman once said, if you can't love yourself, then how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Okay, that was RuPaul. RuPaul. Thank you, sis. Thank you. Amen. So it is important to love yourself because the simple truth is that you cannot take care of anyone else if you do not take care of yourself first. So when you fully love yourself, this gives you the opportunity to move through the world with a deeper compassion for others. So you have a greater resilience to withstand any challenge life um, hits you with, any personal adversity, depression, anxiety, stress. And the obsession with perfection will vanish in the face of pure optimism that self-love creates. Self-love is a practice. Uh, It is something that you have to learn and you have to continue to implement into your everyday life. So a few things that we feel like should be considered and known when it comes to self-love are. You are the main focus. It all starts with you and it ends with you. You're going to be with yourself for an eternity which means you want to operate from a place of self-love than self-loathing. You care for yourself the most. Nobody is interested in you, your well-being, health, safety, happiness, and existence more than you. No one knows better than you what makes you happy or what hurts you the most. No one thinks of you or exists ready for your rescue, support, or comfort. No one 
can make choices for you or give you a better opinion of what you need to do other than yourself. So you're the only person that can bring yourself up or down. No one is here for you for your spiritual or no one is here for your spiritual growth but you, your attitude and the way that you react and your outlook on day-to-day situations that you encounter. By remembering this, if you love yourself more than anything, you will be mindful of the way that you feel and how you feel it. So we know that we have some younger listeners um, out there. And I think one thing to say is, because I know we've all been there. We've had the boyfriend, broke our heart, felt like we couldn't go on. I did. I remember it very well. I laid on the floor for a couple of days. My, like Our dad was out of town. I think he was at a bowling tournament. So it's just me, Janae, and mom. And I, it was my senior year of high school. I laid on the floor, curled up. Like you, it was a movie. Like I can see it. It's like a movie. Laid on the he floor. took it straight. Later she was like, I just cried. Do I get the position this way or this way? Cried. And then mom would come in and be like, do you, do you want to eat? And I was like, I can't eat. I can't. I can't drink. I can't go on. And no, I'm not trying to make fun of anyone out there. I'm making fun of myself. I'm saying all of your feelings are valid. It does hurt. It is literally... When you go through a heartbreak, your heart is actually breaking, as they say, because um, it hurts like it would if your heart was breaking. But know that at the end of the day, the only person that actually has you is you. Know that at the end of the day, we are all princesses, but there is not always someone that's going to rescue us from that tower. You need to rescue yourself. Um, Understand that once you have a better understanding of your self-worth, using self-care, self-love, and upping your self-esteem, you're going to know your worth. And you're going to know what you allow and what you don't allow. You know what I'm saying? People are not going to do anything to you that you won't allow them to do. Yes. You feel me? Like, And I feel like that just goes with anything in in the workplace, in the world. If you carry yourself like a queen or like a king, People are going to receive you as such. If you mope, you walk down the hallway with your head down. You know what I'm saying? When people talk to you, don't look at them in the eye. That's how they're going to receive you, and that's how they're going to treat you. So I know this may sound dumb to some people, this, this whole self-series, um, but we do have the analytics on our listeners, and we have younger listeners. So maybe this is for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if nobody else takes anything away from this. This is for you, for the younger kids, the younger girls. Understand your worth. Know your worth. Know your value. And once you know that, nobody can tell you anything different. Nobody can tell you you're not the baddest, you're not the smartest, you're not the realest, you're not the strongest. Like, it starts with you and it ends with you. So, And I just, yeah, it's like that one quote that you always see. It's like, hold uh, hold your head up princess your crown is falling and I'll think about that all the time because it's true when you were born you know you came out a queen you came out a princess 
and that is who you are. So you do need to hold your head up. Like we are going to have sad days. You are going to hold your head up. And I think um, this is how I can tell I've grown. Four years ago, four or five years ago, I had um, like I want to call it a just a a like a crisis of what I didn't I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. So came to school. I'm, I'm I went to WU for forensic science. I then decided to go into psychology. Then I switched from that and went into nursing. Crazy. And I, after that, was at um, drill one day talking about majors. Someone asked me what mine was. I was like, I'm actually a nurse. Like, I'm um, a pre-nursing major. So taking my prereqs. And someone was like, you're not smart enough to be a nurse. I kid you guys not, I changed my major probably within the next week. And I don't think I've ever told that story like in depth. I will say like, yeah, someone once told me that I wasn't smart enough, but they told me that I believed them because of what that person said, I changed my major. And I and that's back. because you didn't know your worth. You didn't have yes. self-esteem. Yes. You didn't practice those self-care tips and you know what I'm saying? You didn't have that self-love for yourself. So what they threw at you, instead of being resilient and allowing it to bounce off of you, you retain that like a sponge. You suck that in. You suck that negative energy in. You're like, you know what? You're right. I have a daughter. I doubt myself as well. Let's get, let's, let's change. Let's get out of here. Let's right. get out of here before we mess up. Completely right. And I think, and the reason I bring it up is because we were not always here we were not all like I did not always see myself as a princess even when dad used to say it I did not see myself as a queen like I thought boys could disrespect me left and right but it was like oh it's fine he's cute he thinks I'm cute it's fine like and I just when I look back on myself to see me now I am in nursing school to see me now like it's just it's, it's wild so it does come with growth and everything that we're saying I get just like Shanae said, it might be stupid. It's like, okay, let's get back to what you guys said you were gonna do. But this is important. It is important because without this, I feel like it can really, you know, they say your mind is a, you know, your mind is a, is a crazy place and it's something that you really have to take care of. And just like exercising, it's true. I firm believer it's true, so. Self-compassion and self-love are largely used interchangeably in specialized literature. Research shows that having more self-compassion builds resilience in the face of adversity, helping people recover more quickly from trauma or romantic separation. It also helps us better cope with failure or embarrassment. So, pulling from the work of Professor Neff and his colleagues, they define self-compassion as a construct that encompasses three components. So boom, self-kindness, i.e. treating oneself with understanding and forgiveness. Allow yourself to make mistakes. I know, I know we're our worst critics, but allow yourself to make mistakes. Nobody is perfect. So you make a mistake, you digest it. You know what I'm saying? You harp on it, you know, stress about it for 20 seconds, move on. I'll let it go. All right, two. Recognition of one's place in shared humanity. I acknowledgement that people are not perfect. 
and that personal experiences are part of the larger human experience. Number three, mindfulness, mindfulness, mindfulness. Um, emotional equanimity and avoidance of over-identification with painful emotions. Um, just be aware of everything that you're doing. Be aware of everything, you know, that you're saying. Be mindful when you're, you know what I'm saying? Because we always say it. We run on autopilot. We truly run on autopilot. From the moment that we wake up until the moment that we lay down. Our minds are constantly running and we're not thinking about the here and now. So just be mindful about everything that you do. You hear, you say, you feel, you know. Be mindful about the things that you eat. Because once you're tasting things, I feel like that's the biggest thing with um, overeating. And I'm an overeater. People may not see it, you know what I'm saying? But I see my body and I'm an overeater. But if you're not being mindful and you're not tasting what you're putting in your mouth, you're you're just you're eating out of boredom. You know what I'm saying? Like you're just you're killing time, you know, but if you're actually savoring the flavors and taking the time to feel the textures and you're like, yo, this tastes like shit, this is messy. Like, why am I even eating this? Oh, I'm bored, that's why I'm eating. You know what I'm saying? Mind mindfulness takes you a long way. Yeah. And I think uh to harp on the be mindful of what you're saying. Uh, our dad says this to me all the time. I'll be like, yeah, I mean, I studied, but I stopped. He's like, okay, hear yourself because you'll say it and then you, it's already in your head. You know what I mean? Yeah. So everything that, that negativity that flows out of your mouth, it doesn't just flow out of your mouth and just go away. Like, mindfully, I, I agree. Mindfulness is beautiful. It's big. Self-kindness entitles being warm and understanding towards ourselves when we suffer, fail, or feel inadequate. Rather than scrutinizing ourselves with self-criticism, writes Professor Neff and Germer. So ways to improve your self-love. That's why you're here. That's why you came with us. For this dog hair is incredible. Like it's everywhere. The meat and potatoes. <laughs> no, I have to say it with an A. Potatoes. Potatoes. <laughs> All right. So practice self-care. If you want more details, episode one of the self-care series. Oh, no, not episode one. Episode Part one. one. Don't conf don't confuse our listeners. Sorry. But okay. Practice self-care. Get enough seat, sleep to fill revitalize attend a yoga class or go for a run fill your fridge with healthy whole foods drink plenty of water and schedule in time for fun adventure or relaxation value yourself enough to make self-care practices a regular part of your routine and i'm not gonna front i'm not gonna front i don't i don't think i value myself enough to take the time to schedule out self-care i do self-care sometimes on self-care saturdays we practice what we preach when it's self-care Saturdays, of course, but I don't think I have that routine. And I'm like, you know, I need, I need to do that more often. I do, because if I'm no good for myself, I'm no good for Reagan or my relationship. So okay. use emotional freedom technique, EFT. This is a healing tool when you tap on a specific part.
part of your body while repeating a mantra or affirmation. If you're feeling anxious or self-critical about a particular issue or problem, you can use EFT to release your negative emotional energy and reestablish inner calm and peace. She's being weird, but like you can use a mantra saying, even though I felt the test, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. Even if I felt the test, I deeply and completely love and accept myself. Or you can make another mantra. I am beautiful regardless of what social media says. I am amazing regardless of what social media says. And I know it may sound dumb. It may sound dumb. And what we're saying is not end all be all, but you'll never know until you try. We want you to at least take one thing from this episode. One thing. One thing. And if this ain't for you, it ain't it, sis. Don't do it. Don't do it. But if it is for you, then try it. I will watch. I will listen. That's fine. Watch Single Black Female Podcast. And press like, subscribe. (laughs) Number three. Connect. (laughs) It was like, tough crowd. Let me get back to work. (laughs) Connect with your inner being. (laughs) Shut up, Shannon. Tripping. All right. Number three, connect with your inner being. We spend most of our lives basing our worth on our titles, roles, and achievements. We identify with our successes and our failures, relationship status, job title, bank balance, and titles as if they tell the complete story of who we are. Mm. true identity is something deeper and more internal than your fluctuating circumstances. You are uh. you're internally, <laughs> wait, you are in, What's that word? She's preaching. I am of a spitting. You are. You are inherently. I kept saying internally. Sorry, y'all. I can't read. Okay. <laughs> you are inherently divine, beautiful, worthy, and deserving. No matter what is going on in your world, make time to connect with your inner spirit, your internal self, your mediation. She didn't schedule sleep. I didn't actually. Through meditation, yoga, journaling, or getting lost in the activity you love. Okay, so before, learn to empathize with and root for yourself. Mm. Okay, so our inner voice can be a critical and demanding taskmaster. Master. We speak to ourselves using harsh words. I suck. Um, that we would never dream of directing towards other people. Start treating oh. yourself like you were your friend or a loved one. Would you tell me I suck? Like, mm-hmm. realistically, if I was struggling with something, would you be like, Janae, I know you study for this test, but you're trash anyway. You suck, so you're probably going to fail. So, would you talk to me like that? Yeah. Isn't that wild, though? That is wild. Like, we put our, we put others before ourselves. You know what I'm saying? And like, I guess in an aspect of treatment, you know what I'm saying? Like, we treat ourselves the worst. Yeah. Which is wild. This is me. This is you. We're the that one. This is the only body you're going to get, bro. This is the only mind you're going to get. 
you know That's so crazy to me it's crazy because like we read through this and like it's just like hitting me that yeah i would never tell you you suck in a real life like situation, situation. if i need help if i need you know confirmation you're not going to be like look be your trash like but all over here after, you know after i get a test result i'm like i'm so freaking stupid wow and bro her test results are not even bad like she has really high standards for herself and I appreciate that. But she'd be like, oh my God, I missed three. And I'm just like, but you passed, okay? Nursing. It's fine. Anywho, excuse me. Um, be kind and gentle with yourself, especially when you're suffering from fear, anxiety, or pain. Give yourself encouragement and celebrate your better moments. When you have a decision to make, ask yourself, what would someone who loved themselves do? Not what would Jesus do? Of course, it's always what would Jesus do? But in a situation when you feel like you're going to be really critical of yourself, what would someone who loves themselves do? I'm going to make a banner of that says. All right. So number five, respect your uniqueness and allow your authenticity. We cause ourselves so much pain and suffering when we stifle our true nature and ignore our burning desires and dreams for the sake of fitting in with the status quo and meeting the expectations of others. You are a one of a kind, unprecedented human being. There will never be anyone quite like you. And you are here to give the world your own special blend of gifts, passions, interests, and quirks. Allowing yourself to show up to life as your authentic self is one of the most empowering things you can do. And it can be profoundly enrich your relationship with yourself. That was deep. I feel like you'd rather cry. That was just real deep. Give yourself, give yourself space to feel emotions, which I feel like in this era in 2020, the millennial era, I feel like nobody allows themselves to feel. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody truly allows themselves to feel. Like when they're dating and low, high key, they feel away because their man, like, or their man left them, or, you know, like nobody allows themselves to be hurt. They're just like, oh, I'm good. I didn't care about him anyway, or I'm not sad. I don't feel away. Like, you know, I don't know if you understand what I'm talking when an event or person triggers a strong feeling of anger or pain inside of you, or simply wake up feeling irritable for no reason, which I have those days all the time. I'm just like, I wake up and I'm like, today. Right. The sun. Ugh, it's out. Ugh. Don't so be right. Anyway, how dare God put the sun out in the morning and wake me up, right? How dare you, Lord? It's just like waking up on the wrong side of the bed. Don't beat yourself up. Just don't beat yourself up for letting it get to you or attempt to suffocate your suffering. Instead of try surrendering to the feeling, observe where you are in your body and where you can feel the pain with patience, love, and understanding that it's not who you truly are. Understand it's not you. It's just a temporary feeling. Um, it will fade soon and you don't have to clean to it or exacerbate it with negative thinking. Let that sh go, like Elsa said. I said it like Reagan. Elsa, Elsa, Elsa. Let it go. 
All right, seven, Ooh, practice awesome. gratitude for yourself and your body. Instead of focusing on what you perceive to be wrong with you, focus on all of the amazing things that you do have to offer. Energy flows where attention goes. So the more- Run that back. Run that back, Quavo. <laughs> Energy flows where attention goes. We should put that on a shirt. That's nice. So the more you shift your perception towards your positive attributes, the more of them you will uncover. It's also important to remember that your body is just a vessel for your spirit. Love mm. it. Have fun with it. Take care of it and feel appreciation for all the wonderful things it enables you to do. But don't invest your self-worth in your appearance. You are not a body. You have a body. You are a soul. Mm. You said that with conviction. I did you just testify? I might as well be a pastor. I don't think so. That's not how it works. Anywho, number eight, the final, final, final tip. Remember the common humanity you share with everyone. Stop laughing. Get a grip. <laughs> Grow up and get a grip. I think we're so sleepy. <laughs> we really are, dude. It's been a long week, okay? Quarantine or not, it's been a long week. There's a common myth in our society that there is such a thing as perfect and we should all strive to be it. The truth is we are all human. We're flawed and prone to making mistakes as we navigate the world and learn to grow in our experiences. Realize you are not... Yeah, realize you're not the only one who feels vulnerable, insecure, or self-critical at times. We're all fighting our own demons and trying to do our best by remembering your common humanity. You immediately take the pressure off yourself and no longer feel so isolated and alone. We're all struggling. Nobody's perfect. As we can see, even celebrities aren't perfect. We're like we're literally all human beings. We all poop, pee, bleed. We all cry. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. We're all human, so just take it easy on yourself and understand that nobody has the perfect life, nobody has the perfect body, and if they do, they probably pay for it or they worked really hard for it. But there's nothing perfect about anybody's life, nothing. There's one aspect of their life that they probably wish they could change. Always, always. All right, guys. So know this: we love you all so much. Please be kind to each other, but most importantly, be kind to yourself. You only have one life to live. And if not for you, understand that someone relies on you to be around for a long, long time. With that being said, it's Shannon and Janae, your diversity ambassadors, signing off. Bye, guys. Bye.